Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Good afternoon. Welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball. Game number 46 is set to begin in about 15 minutes. Middle Tennessee hosting uh, one of their uh, old-time rivals, the Golden Eagles from Tennessee Tech, are in town. First pitch scheduled at 6 o'clock. Dick Palmer with you. My partner, John Callow, uh, will not be here tonight, but uh, will be rejoining us uh, a week from tonight at Vanderbilt. Meanwhile, I think Chip Walters is going to slip in here in just a little while and uh, contribute to the broadcast. Middle Tennessee comes in with a record of 25 and 20. They are 14 and 10 in Conference USA and currently tied for fifth place in the conference with Charlotte with an identical record of 14 and 10. Tennessee Tech 23 and 21 on the year. They are 7 and 11 in the Ohio Valley Conference. So the Golden Eagles and the Blue Raiders, records uh, somewhat similar, although the, records have, the Raiders have a much better conference record than does Tennessee Tech. The Raiders uh, have won six of their eight Conference USA series. Although they have not swept an opponent, they have not been swept by an opponent. And so uh, that equates to uh, some uh, excellent play on Middle Tennessee's part, winning six of the eight conference series. And by winning a series, I mean either taking two out of three or three out of three, which uh, the Raiders have not done, but neither have they been swept this year. So that's uh, the way the numbers look coming into the game. The Raiders will pitch freshman right-hander Jack Julian, while Tennessee Tech will counter with sophomore right-hander Carter Ganaway. Middle Tennessee coming off a road trip to Miami over the weekend where they won two out of three against Florida International. We'll take a break, and when I come back, be talking with Blue Raider freshman outfielder Eston Snyder. Hope, think you'll want to listen to that. That's coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our pregame show, Middle Tennessee and Tennessee Tech tonight, their second meeting of the season. Eston Snyder is joining us, a pregame, a freshman from Franklin, Tennessee, Page High School. Now, uh, Peyton uh, Wigginton played at Page. When Peyton Wigginson was a senior, where were you? What were you doing? I was in eighth grade. Hadn't even been to high school yet. So, um, wasn't probably about five foot tall, trying to, you know, keep getting better. So, um, I heard about Wig, and I was, uh, when I came here, I was happy to know that he was going to be here for another year. Did, uh, did you ever get to see him pitch when he was in high school? I might have been to a couple games, but I mean, I didn't really recognize who it was, know who it was. It just kind of went to a game and saw a good pitcher. So, yeah. Who knew that you two would be teammates one day, huh? I don't think anybody would have thought that, especially um, back then. I don't think anybody would have thought, but it's pretty cool to hear about someone in high school and then now get to be a teammate with him, too. I asked you uh, one time if, if you played infield when you were in high school, and you said, no, I've been an outfielder uh, most of the time. Yeah, I, um, I've actually been an outfielder probably more than I've been an infielder, but um, coming here, they told me I'd play infield, and... Um, I did. I was doing well, but it fit better in the outfield, and it's uh, worked out so far. And um, I kind of enjoy it out there. You get to be free and get to kind of run around. You have uh, been in the starting lineup permanently uh, for about the last six weeks or so. Uh, started off, uh, you were just mainly pinch hitting, pinch running, and that sort of thing. Yes, sir. Um, I was, and um, they were using me for my speed. And uh, I guess at Marshall, I came in and got a hit, and um, I played well, and they just 
they kind of wanted to see what I could do, and um, I'm just glad I could help out the team, and hopefully we can just uh, keep this uh, hot streak going. Yeah, I think they like players who can hit every once in a while, and, and you've done that and uh, and made some great plays in the outfield too. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I just I take pride in my defense um, and my speed, and I'm glad I can also swing sometimes, um, but just whatever I can do to help the team, it's just uh, it's uh, nice just to be able to like c contribute. Speaking of hitting, you know you had the cycle in uh, in Florida. Yes, sir. I heard that. Um, um, since my third at bat on Friday, I went um, hit the cycle in the next four at bats, and uh, it was a pretty cool uh, moment. And it was just kind of fun to like be there with the guys and like see everyone else like hyping you up and kind of being behind you. The home run came first, then the triple, then the double, then the single. You did it in reverse order, but. You know, to get in the rule in, in the in the record books, you got to do it all in one game. I know. Hopefully, um, one of these games I can do that, but uh, I still got a lot ahead of me. So, as long as uh, we can just see how the season goes, you never know what can happen, and that would be a cool thing to do. It's a good rivalry between us and Tech. I don't know if you know that much about it or not. We used to be in the OVC together, so uh, we, we played them just about every year, and it's 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 kind of personal to some of the guys. Yeah, um, I don't know too much about the rivalry, but uh, it. I'm looking forward to hopefully taking this game too and just sweeping the series against them and just uh, playing a clean game and hopefully just like taking the momentum and keeping it going into this weekend. Good. Enjoyed uh, watching you play this year, and uh, let's go get them tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that is uh, freshman Eston Snyder. He is from nearby Franklin, Tennessee, out of Page High School. We'll take our final break. Starting lineups, first pitch coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And welcome back in as the Raiders and Golden Eagles of Tennessee Tech get set to square up. Time now for our starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Let's look at Tennessee Tech under coach Matt Braga in his 16th year at the Cookville School. 469 wins, 415 losses, 18th year overall as a head coach. He spent uh, a lot of time at Tech, then went to Rice for three years. Now he's back at uh, Tennessee Tech. Ed Johnson will lead off and play shortstop. Gabe Lacey at third base will hit second. Jason Henchman in left field bats third. Ryan Gardino will be the designated hitter, and he will be in the cleanup spot. Hayden Gilliland will be the catcher, batting fifth. First baseman is Golston Gillespie. He will hit sixth. In right field, Jackson Green bats seventh. Noah Hattier will be at second base and will hit eighth. And Austin Turner in center field will round out the batting order in the number nine spot. And on the mound will be a sophomore right-hander, Carter Ganaway, with a three and two record. For Middle Tennessee, Coach uh, Jim Tillman in his uh, fourth year with a record of 74-96-1. He will have Fausto Lopez leading off at shortstop. J.T. Mabry at second base will bat second. Wyatt Morgan will be the designated hitter. He will hit in the number three spot. Cleanup hitter is Jackson Galloway in left field. Briggs Rudder will play first base and bat fifth. Eston Snyder, who was our guest uh, just a moment ago on the pregame show, will be in right field. And he will bat sixth. He's the leading hitter for the Raiders, by the way. And Brett Coker at third base hits seventh. Mason Spears, the catcher, will hit eighth. And Brian Dillingham in center field will bat ninth. The Raiders are taking the field. The Blue Raider pitcher is freshman Jack Julian from Hickson, Tennessee. He is 2-0 on the season, a 7.36 earned run average. Julian has pitched 25 and two-thirds innings allowed 34 hits, 21 earned runs. This is his 11th appearance and sixth start of the season. The right-hander's given up five home runs. He has walked 19 and struck out 19. And opponents hitting 324 against Julian. He has had some some good outings, uh, others not so good. And tonight, he'll be pitching in perfect weather 83 degrees will be our game time temperature. The skies are clear. A uh, wind out of the south-southwest at 7 should not affect play that much. We'll check the Raiders defensively in a moment. Right now, let's pause 10 seconds before the first pitch. Station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. I'm with you on a Tuesday afternoon, and a good crowd has filed into Ray Smith uh, Field here. I, you know, I think if uh, if we could play in better weather, we would draw more attention from the uh, community, and the, and the crowds would be bigger. A lot of people don't like to sit out here and 
in cold weather and watch baseball, and I'm one of them, and I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm up in the press box. But uh, the good weather, the good turnout, hope to have a good baseball game for you tonight. Our umpires will be Marty Gonzalez behind the plate. At first base, Ben Wood. And at third base will be Jeff Wright. That's uh, the way the uh, umpiring lineup goes tonight for the Raiders. Around the infield, Brett Coker at third, Fausto Lopez at short, J.T. Mabry at second, Briggs Rudder will play first base with Mason Spears behind the plate. And in left field, Jackson Galloway, Brian Dillingham in center, and Eston Snyder in right as Ed Johnson steps into the batter's box as the leadoff batter for Tennessee Tech. Jack Julian on the mound, and the first pitch of the game is on the way, and it's a little low for ball one. We're underway at 6.02 on a Tuesday afternoon. Second meeting of the season between these two, the Raiders won the earlier matchup in Cookville by a score of 8-4. to four. Julian's next pitch is bounced up there, and that's ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Here's the count to Johnson. Tennessee Tech with some hefty batting averages in their lineup. They're hitting 299 as a team, hitting almost 300 team-wise. Julian's next pitch is swung on, hit in the air into shallow left center field. Lopez back, Galloway coming on. He will call for it and make the catch in left field, and that is out number one. So Johnson retired on a soft fly ball in the left center. And with one out, the batter is Gabe Lacey. He is the third baseman, a 330 hitter with eight home runs. Bats from the right side. Gabe Lacey is from Gulfport, Mississippi, junior college transfer. And the first pitch is a strike. No balls, one strike to Lacey. One out here in the top of the first inning. Jack Julian. Big right-hander delivers the pitch, and it is swung on, popped in the air down the right side. That one's going to be out of play over by the Blue Raider clubhouse. Julian ahead in the count. No balls and two strikes. Raiders coming off a weekend series in Miami. They took two out of three from Florida International. Here's Julian's pitch, and inside, and it caught him on the left arm. He is hit by a pitch. Julian tried to come inside with that 0-2 pitch and got too far inside. For Julian, that is his sixth hit batsman of the season. So a runner at first with one out for Jason Henchman. The left fielder, senior, big right-handed batter with 21 home runs, if you can believe that. First pitch to him, misses four ball one. Henchman hitting 378 on the season. Good lead over at first by Johnson, the pitch is, or by uh, Lacey, the pitch is high. Two balls, no strikes the count. 
two henchmen. Henchman, 21 home runs. That's fifth nationally and first in the OVC. Here's the pitch in the dirt, blocked by Spears. Three balls, no strikes. Tennessee Tech does not run a lot. Uh, they have only attempted 26 stolen bases all season. The Raiders have attempted 92. So the Raiders have stolen more than twice as many bases as Tech has attempted. There's a strike call, three and one to Henchman. Henchman's slugging percentage, 778, is ninth in the NCAA and second, yeah, I guess in the league. Three balls, one strike. There's a runner at first with one out. Blue Raider infield in double play position. Like to see a ground ball. The 3-1 pitch is a strike called on the outside corner. Count goes full. Three balls, two strikes to Henchman. Henchman had uh, one of those 21 home runs against the Raiders back in March in Cookville. The runner goes, strike three called, and that will be a stolen base for Lacey, who was running on the pitch. And Henchman called out on strikes. Spears hesitated throwing to second. I don't know if he thought perhaps it was ball four. But uh, there was no attempt on Lacey. So here is Gardino, the designated hitter. 368 is his batting average. Primarily a right-handed hitting team. There are three lefty, three guys who will be swinging left-handed in the Tech lineup tonight. First pitch to Gardino is outside for ball one. Two outs, we're in the top of the first inning, no score. Tennessee Tech, Middle Tennessee, meeting for the 126th time in baseball. Raiders hold a pronounced edge in the series. And the pitch to the plate, high, ball two. Two and oh. Raiders in the all-time series have won 88 Tech has won 36, and there has been one tie. And again, the uh, last meeting was back on March the 29th in Cookville. Raiders won that game 8-4. They got out to an 8-0 lead early in the game. 2-0 the count to Gardino. Strike caught the inside corner. That's what Julian was trying to do with Lacey when he was hitting with an 0-2 count was slip one over that inside corner, but instead he hit him in the arm. Now the count to Gardino goes two and one. Julian checks the runner at second. 
And the pitch to the plate swung on and missed. But after a high inside pitch, and the count will go to two balls and two strikes to Gardino. Julian at times has been very, very good. I think we mentioned that earlier. His walk to strikeout ratio, however, is not good. Too many walks for the number of strikeouts that he has. Two and two now. And the pitch to the plate swung out and missed, struck him out. So his uh, walk to strikeout ratio was very good in that inning. And for the Eagles in the first, no runs, no hits, and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Tennessee Tech, nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the bottom of the first inning in a scoreless game. For the Blue Raiders, Fausto Lopez, JT Mabry, and Wyatt Morgan to face the right-hander, Carter Ganaway. Carter Ganaway is... 6'2", a sophomore from Decatur, Alabama, out of uh, Central Alabama Community College. He is 3-2 on the year, 7.50 earned run average. This is his 13th appearance and seventh start of the season. He has pitched a total of 30 innings, given up 32 hits, 25 earned runs. He's allowed seven home runs. Has walked 23, struck out 28, and opponents hitting 267 against the right-hander, Carter Ganaway. Fausto Lopez will lead off for the Raiders. Fausto's had a couple of leadoff home runs this season, one against Old Dominion, and the other came against uh, Florida International on the Saturday night game when he homered in his first two plate appearances. So a total of eight on the season for the senior shortstop. Here's Ganaway with the pitch and a swing and a miss. And Lopez after that first pitch. Down in the count, 0-1. Fausto hitting 293. Swings him from the right side as Ganaway's pitch on the way. Hit right back up the middle for a base hit. Well, the Raiders have a base runner here in the first inning, a leadoff single for Fausto Lopez. 
And here's J.T. Mabry coming off a great series in Miami. Mabry, let's see, was nine for 17 in the series, and six of those hits came in the opening game Friday night. He was six for six. Has upped his batting average all the way to 287. Standing in there with Lopez at first. Ganaway with the pitch, and that misses inside, ball one. Not only was Mabry hitting this weekend, he was also running. He's stole about four bases in that series, has upped his total to 13 on the season. Mabry hits the ball deep into right field, right through the back on the warning track and makes a one-hand grab as Lopez has to return to first. And that ball might have been aided by the wind just a little bit, but not much. The wind has uh, started to kick up a little bit more than uh, we noticed during the pregame. So Mabry retired on a fly ball to the warning track in right field for out number one, and the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Wind is out of the south, southwest, which means it's blowing out toward right and right center. Morgan had himself a pretty good series down in Miami. Throw goes over to first. Lopez is back. Morgan had uh, five hits in the series in nine at-bats. Started two of the three games. Morgan, a left-handed batter. Ganaway out of the stretch. Again, throws to first. Almost threw it away. Lopez got back in there safely. One on and one out in the bottom of the first inning. No score, just underway. Got plenty of time to get out here to Reese Smith Field on the MTSU campus. Great baseball weather. Oh, double play ball to short. The only play will be the first as Lopez into second base safely. Shortstop Johnson had to charge and so he did not have a play at second. So Morgan retired short to first for out number two. Lopez advances to second. He's in scoring position there with two outs. The batter is Jackson Galloway batting against Carter Ganaway. Galloway at 346 with seven home runs. That's from the right side. And Lopez doing a lot of jumping around out at second base. The pitch comes high and inside. Ball one to Galloway. Raiders looking for their 26th win of the season. This being game number 46. Right-hander comes set and delivers outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Two outs here in the bottom of the first. Fausto Lopez with a leadoff single is the runner at second base. Shadows from Floyd Stadium have reached the infield. 
at least the dirt part of the infield. And the pitch, strike called on the inside corner. Two balls and a strike. Galloway, the Raiders starting left fielder in this game. Stands in with a count of two and one. Pickoff at second, and they throw it into center field. And Lopez will advance to third. He will hold up there. Center fielder out there. Turner did a good job backing up the play, and Ganaway with the throwing arrow allows Lopez to cruise into third base. And it was not really a serious pickoff play. He kind of lobbed it. He, you might say he lollygagged it to second base and just threw it over second baseman's head. Count still two and one to Galloway, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Handcuffed him on an inside pitch and the count goes to two and two. Lopez the runner at third with two men out in the first inning. Galloway hits one in the air to left field. That's gonna be playable. And the left fielder henchman under it will make the grab for out number three. So the Raiders was a threat here in the first inning, but come up short. No runs, one hit. There was one error and one man left on base. We have played one full inning. It is Middle Tennessee nothing and Tennessee Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WTNS. And we move to the second inning. Raiders, Tennessee Tech, scoreless. As Jack Julian completes his warm-up tosses with Mason Spears, throw goes down to second. For Tennessee Tech, it will be Gilliland, Gillespie, and Green here in the second inning. Hayden Gilliland, the catcher, 293 hitter, a switch hitter. No, I'm sorry, he's a left-handed batter all the way. He will lead it off. Next batter is a switch hitter. 
Hits one right back to the mound. It hits off the pitcher, and Mabry comes in to pick it up, but Julian is hit by the batted ball. It caromed off his leg, I think, and he's kind of uh, limping around out there. We'll have a look as uh, Michael Renner, the Blue Raider trainer, is out to check on Julian. That will go as a hit for Gilliland and will be the first hit of the game for Tennessee Tech, an infield hit. They're going to let him uh, throw a pitch or two to see if he's okay, I think. I think he says he's okay, so we're ready to uh, get back to action with Golston Gillespie, the first baseman. He is a switch hitter. He will bat left-handed. Out of Ella, Georgia, or Isla, Georgia. I, I, L-L-A or I-L-A. Transfer from Ole Miss. Left-handed batter. Runner at first. Nobody out. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. He had his home run cut. Came up empty. Gillespie has 10 home runs on the season. Now that wind has started kicking out a little bit uh, more brisk toward right field and right center. Pitch to the plate is outside, one and one. Gilliland with the infield hit is the runner at first. 330 feet down each line here at Reese Smith Field, 395 to dead center. Pitch misses, and it's a two and one count. 365 to the power alleys in left and right center. Scoreboard is over the 365 mark outside the right field fence. And the Lee Victory Wall of Champions just to the left of the 365 mark in left field a part of Floyd Stadium. 2-1 pitch is high, and it goes to 3-1 now to Gillespie. Runner at first base, nobody out. Julian's pitch swung on, hit in the air to right center, center fielder Dillingham is over. He'll make the catch. And that is out number one in the second inning. So with one out, the runner returns to first and the batter is Jackson Green, the right fielder. No trouble reading these numbers on the Tennessee Tech uniforms. They are gigantic. They're wearing purple shirts, white numerals, there's a little gold on the front of the shirt. Pitches outside, ball one to Green. Raiders in their home whites. Royal blue numerals, royal blue lettering, blue caps. The pitch swing and a miss. And it's one and one to Green. What after a high fastball. 
Green hitting 174. Runner leads it first, and a pitch low and outside in the dirt for ball two, two, and one the count. Green making only his fourth start of the season, which probably accounts for the low batting average, or may account for only his fourth start. Pitch is fouled away to the right side and out of play. And the count goes to two and two on Green. Just as in the first inning, the Raider infield positioned for a potential double play. Two balls and two strikes. Pitch is swung on and a little number back to the pound. Picked up by Julian. He doesn't have a play. The ball hit just to the left as we're viewing it from the press box of the uh, pitching rubber. And it, the mound, as you know, uh, the ball can take some funny hops off that dirt mound. And Julian couldn't corral it. That'll go as an infield hit. and. Blue Raider pitcher pitching in some tough luck here in the inning. Two hits, but neither of which have gone over 65 feet. First and second one out for Hattier. Takes the pitch inside. One ball and no strikes. Noah Hattier. 5-11, sophomore from Collierville down in West Tennessee. When it went to a Northwest Mississippi Community College. one pitch and a fast strike on the outside corner. One and one. Double play still in order with runners at first and second and one out. Julian checks the runner at second, delivers, popped in the air to the right side, and that one is going to be out of play behind the bullpen fence. Count goes to one ball and two strikes. Hattier is the number eight hitter, and Turner the number nine hitter on deck. Both number nine hitters in the ball game today were the number one. It would be uh, for the Raiders, Brian Dillingham. Here's the one-two pitch from Jack Julian. Right in there, took it for a call strike. And that is out number two. Third strikeout for Julian. Should be out of the inning, but has to face another hitter. Here's Austin Turner, center fielder. He is a left-handed hitter, 258 average. Has a couple of home runs. Runners at first and second. 
Here's Julian's pitch outside, ball one. So Tech has not gotten the ball out of the infield in this inning, but they have two runners on base. Left-handed hitter waits. And the pitch, swing and a miss. Good fastball at 93 miles an hour from Julian. One ball, one strike. Outfield straight away for Turner. He's not a big guy. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Count will go to one and two. North score, we're in the top of the second inning. Julian with a look back at second, delivers, just missed outside. The umpires in the stands wanted strike three on that pitch. But the count will level off at two balls and two strikes. Here's Julian's 2-2 pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to left field. Galloway moving over into left center, makes the grab. And that is out number three. So Julian allows a couple of infield hits, both of which uh, touched him in one way or another. But he gets out of the inning, picking up a strikeout and then a fly ball. No runs, two hits, and two men left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Still scoreless, Tennessee Tech nothing, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the second inning. And the Raiders will have uh, Rudder, Snyder, and Coker, the five, six, seven hitters, in to face the right-hander Carter Ganaway. Raiders got a base runner to third in the first inning. Couldn't get him home. Fausto Lopez let off with a single. Went to second on a ground ball and to third on an error, but was stranded there. Here's Briggs Rudder, the Raider first baseman tonight. Also 
handles uh, catching duties. Butter at 270 with one home run. Right-handed batter from Columbia, Tennessee. The pitch swing and a miss, strike one. Attended Zion Christian Academy there and uh, had a very good freshman year last year. Swung on, a little tap, and that's going to be a foul ball down the third base side. One ball, one strike. The count to Rudder. Eston Snyder, the on-deck hitter, picks up Rudder's bat, hands it back to him. Walks back to the on-deck circle. The pitch. Swung on, fouled over in front of the Tech dugout down the third base side. One ball, two strikes. Plenty of sunshine, nice weather. Rudder fouls this one out of play to the right side. And the count holds at a ball and two strikes. And a lot of youngsters uh, come out on the field for the opening ceremonies. They're settled back now to their routine of going to the concession stand. Pitch is outside. Two balls, two strikes. Rudder leading off the Raiders' second inning. And he is hit by a pitch. Again, Gannaway trying to come inside and hits Rudder. And the Raiders have the leadoff man on for the second straight inning. The batter is Eston Snyder, the Raider right fielder, a freshman from Franklin, Tennessee. He was our guest on the pregame show. Very personable young man. This is his 14th start. And the pitch to him swung on, skied to the right side. And that's going to get out of play for strike one. Snyder hit for the cycle in but it took him two games down in uh, Miami over the weekend. His first hit was a home run. The second hit was a triple. The third hit was a double. And then in the next game, in his first at bat, I think he got a single. Snyder with a one-strike count takes a strike. He thought about that, checked his swing at the last second, and Pitch call strike two, so it's 0-2. Rudder, the runner at first with nobody out. Throw to first. Briggs is back. Snyder, the leading hitter for the Raiders with a 347 average. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One and two. Snyder and Galloway are one-two. The Blue Raider hitting statistics. Snyder at 347, Galloway at 346. 
Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on, hit in the air into right center field. Right fielder moving back. That is Green. He'll make the catch in front of the scoreboard, but still uh, eight or feet or so away from the warning track. That's the first out in the second inning. Batter will be Brett Coker, the later third baseman. Coker, 268, three home runs. He's driven in 24. Rudder leads at first. The pitch, blowing outside, ball one. Spears waiting to hit next. We're in the bottom of the second inning at Reese Smith Field. No score. Outside pitch, ball two. Two and oh. Jordan Getzelman coaching at third and Forrest Arnold at first for the Raiders. Coach, uh, two of Coach Tolman's three assistants. Pitches a strike. And the count to Coker goes two and one. Raiders will be back on the road this weekend, traveling to Houston for a three-game series with Rice. We'll give you those uh, broadcast times a little bit later. Swinging a foul back. Two and two. Rudder leads at first. Coker waiting, the 2-2 pitch. Lined into left field, a base hit. That is going to roll down toward the corner. Rudder's on his way to third. Coker on his way to second. And the Raiders have him at second and third with one out here in the second inning. And that's a double-treat double for the Blue Raiders. For Brett Coker, his eighth double of the season. A line shot over the third baseman's glove and down in the left field corner. So runners at second and third with one out. Mason Spears, the batter, Raider catcher. Stands in at 283 at his eighth home run of the season down in Miami. I think he might have might have had two home runs in that series. Have to look back. There's a ball hit up the middle. A run will score. Shortstop boots it. And coming in to score, Rudder. Spears will be at first. And Coker moves over to third. And the Raiders have a one-to-nothing lead. We'll give him an infield hit. That ball hit right up the middle. Shortstop. Tried to uh, pick it up with his glove hand and couldn't hang on. So give Spears a run batted in. His 26th of the season. And the batter for the Raiders, Brian Dillingham. Raiders uh, number nine hitter. That's the third hit off Ganaway. 
And a one to nothing Raider lead. Dillingham showed bunt, took the pitch outside for ball one. Runners at first and third, one out. Here's Ganaway's pitch, swung on and foul tipped at the plate. Count will go to one and one on the Blue Raiders center fielder. Dillingham, a senior from Bradenton, Florida. He had uh, family at the games in Miami over the weekend. One ball, one strike. The pitch missed outside, ball two. Two and one, Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next. Ganaway comes set. And the pitch to Dillingham taken high, ball three, and he is behind in the count, three and one. Good opportunity for the Raiders here in the taking an early lead to try to add on, if possible, here in the second inning. Three balls and a strike to Dillingham. Pitch is ball four outside, and the bases are loaded. First walk given up by Ganaway. So Dillingham down at first base. Spears moves over to second. And Coker remains at third, and Fausto Lopez is the batter. Lopez led off the Raider first inning with a single to center. Bases loaded, one out. And catcher asks for time. He's going to walk out to the mound and have a word with his pitcher as Tech will start somebody throwing in the bullpen. It's a right-hander. So the conference on the mound, catcher was, I'm sure, instructed by the coaches to go out there and chit-chat a little bit, kill a little time, let that pitcher in the bullpen get his arm ready in case he's needed. Lopez will stand in with the bases loaded. Ganaway checks his runners and the first pitch to Lopez. Outside, good stop by the catcher, saved him a wild pitch there. Let's see what Fausto has done with the bases loaded. 0 for 3. I know he hit into a double play in one of the games in Miami. So he's looking for his first hit in the, uh, of the season with the bases loaded. Second pitch fouled away. Count will go to one and one. That's a souvenir in the grandstand. And one of the youngsters over there grabs it, proudly displays it to his buddies. And he will not let that 
uh, out of his hand the rest of the game. One ball, one strike to Lopez. Inside, that one hit him. And that will force in a run. So Coker will come in to score. Give Lopez an RBI the hard way as he was hit by a pitch. The second hit batter in the inning for Ganaway. RBI number 20 on the season for Lopez and the bases remain loaded for JT Mabry. JT with the bases loaded, three out of four. Time called and we will have a visit to the mound. This will be the pitching coach coming out. They do have a right-hander throwing in the bullpen. So we'll see if they're gonna make an early pitching change or just try to calm this uh, pitcher down. The Raiders have scored twice and have the bases loaded with only one out. There have been two hits in the inning, two hit batters and a walk. And they're gonna make an early call to the bullpen. So we will take a break as the new pitcher comes in for Tennessee Tech. We'll tell you about him when we come back. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. The new pitcher for Tennessee Tech is right-hander Travis Odom. He will take over for Ganaway. Odom, a sophomore out of Franklin. Transferred from Auburn by way of Shelton State Community College. And we'll uh, find some numbers on Odom, pass them along here. Travis Odom making his 17th appearance of the season. Uh, 0-3 record, a 5.32 earned run average. He's pitched 23 and two-thirds innings, allowed 24 hits, 14 earned runs, has walked 15, struck out 24. He's given up two home runs and opponents hitting 270 against the right-hander, Travis Odom. And the Raiders will have JT Mabry batting with the bases loaded and one out here in the second inning. 
Travis Odom pitched uh, one inning against the Raiders in Cookville earlier, allowed no runs and uh, one hit. By the way, Ganaway, the starter tonight, also started against the Raiders back in March. Went uh, three innings, gave up seven runs, six of those earned on seven hits, and he took the loss in that earlier game. Gave up seven of the eight runs the Raiders scored to win eight to four. So Odom taking his warm-up tosses, and J.T. Mabry strolls back to the batter's box, facing a different pitcher. So Ganaway is responsible for the three runners on base now for the Raiders. As Mabry steps in, as we mentioned before the break, three out of four with the bases loaded this season. Right-hander will pitch out of the stretch, and Mabry takes the strike, nothing in one. Mabry flied to right field and uh, deep to right field in the first inning. That win we mentioned earlier has since calmed down a little bit. Here's the pitch. Tapped foul, and Mabry... Behind in the count now, no balls and two strikes. In his uh, six for six game against FIU, he was swinging early in the count. Now he is behind 0 and 2. And here's the pitch from Odom, swung on, hit in the air. Foul, catcher back off with a mask. That's playable, and he can't get it. Misjudged it. And Mabry has a life as the foul ball drops out of the catcher. Gilliland's reach. Count holds at two strikes. Odom ready to pitch again. Avery takes it outside. One ball, two strikes to JT. Got a chance to do some more damage here in the second inning. The Raiders have scored two. Got the bases loaded with only one out. And Odom ready to pitch. Swing and a foul. Oh, that almost caught Jordan Gatzelman. He had to duck out of the way and hit the deck down in the third base coach's box. So <laughs> I don't know where the ball went, but it almost hit Coach Gatzelman. Count remains one ball and two strikes. First baseman playing in front of the runner at first. The pitch, Mabry swings and misses. And that will be out number two. Mabry does not strike out a lot 
That's a big strikeout for Odom. So with two outs, the bases loaded, Wyatt Morgan will be the hitter. Let's see if we can find his record with the bases loaded. He is 0 for 3. Morgan, a left-handed batter against the right-hander, Travis Odom. Outfield straight away, fairly deep to him. Hits it high in the air, foul, that'll be out of play. One strike to Morgan. He is the eighth Blue Raider to bat here in the second inning. Two runs have scored. Spears, the runner at third. Dillingham at second. Lopez at first. Morgan waiting, has a count of one strike. Now, Wyatt got tired of waiting. He asked for time, steps out of the box. Gets those uh, batting gloves adjusted, steps back in. Swung on, ground foul, pass first. Going to carry him off and into shallow right field. Strike two, the count to Morgan. Jackson Galloway, hoping to get a chance to hit, is in the on-deck circle. Bases loaded, two outs, second inning. The 0-2 pitch, far outside for ball one, one and two. Raiders trying to jump on Tech early as they did in Cookville. Count of one and two to Morgan. Inside, almost hit him. There have been two hit batsmen in the inning, which has greatly affected uh, Tech's pitching. They have taken their starting pitcher out, Odom the second pitcher, working to his second batter. Two and two the count to Wyatt Morgan. And the pitch, low and in the dirt. Ball three. Full count. That means the carousel is about to start. The runners will be off and running with the pitch. Three, two with the bases loaded. Odom looks in, and again, Morgan asks for time and steps out. Is there more pressure on the pitcher or on the batter in this situation? Odom will come set. The runners go, and a ball hit into right center field. It is going to drop for a base hit. Two runs will score. As the throw comes in and Morgan delivers a bases loaded single, it's now a four to nothing game. And the ninth batter in the inning about to come up. 
So Spears scores from third. Dillingham, who is running on the pitch, scores from second. Give Morgan two RBIs, his 14th and 15th of the season. Over to third, Fausto Lopez. First and third, two outs. And now the ninth man to bat in the inning is Jackson Galloway. Raiders leading four to nothing. Odom's pitch, a call strike, nothing in one. Runners lead at the corners. One strike count. Galloway slams it into center field. Coming in, the center fielder will make the grab as Turner hauls it in for out number three. But the Raiders send nine men to the plate in the second inning. Score four runs. There were three hits and two men left on base. We have completed two full innings, Middle Tennessee four, Tennessee Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Tennessee Tech will have the top of the batting order coming up against uh, Jack Julian in the third inning. Raiders with a four to nothing lead. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Top of the third, top of the batting order for the Golden Eagles. Ed Johnson, who flied to left field to open the game, stands in, takes a strike from Julian. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Check swing and the ball in the dirt outside. Evens the count at one ball, one strike. Swing and a foul over by the on-deck circle and the count to Johnson goes to one and two. Ed Johnson is a junior from Trussville, Alabama. He is a transfer from Auburn. Here's the one-two pitch. 
That one hit him. So a hit batsman, and the leadoff man is on in the third for Tennessee Tech. This is exactly the way the Raiders' second inning started with the leadoff batter, Rudder, being hit by a pitch. He later came around to score along with three of his teammates. Four to nothing, the Raiders leading. And again, uh, trying to pitch inside. That is the second batter that Julian has hit. First one, Lacey, ready to step in. Third baseman, Gabe Lacey. So Johnson is at first with nobody out. And the right-hander delivers a check swing. They appeal, he did not go, says the first base umpire. One ball, no strikes to Lacey. There's a tap foul over in front of the Tech dugout, actually goes inside the dugout. Count will go to one and one to the right-handed hitter, Lacey. Tennessee Tech in the Ohio Valley Conference against the Conference USA Blue Raiders. The 1-1 check swing. That one's in the dirt. Ball two, two and one to Lacey. Good crowd on hand tonight for a Tuesday night game in perfect baseball weather. It was 83 degrees at game time. Throw to first and the runner back. Raider infield again for the third straight inning. Set up for the double play. Pitch low and outside, ball three, three and one. We mentioned Julian's walk to strikeout ratio, 19 walks, 19 strikeouts over his uh, 25 and two thirds innings. The pitch swung on, fouled away. Count will go full at three and two. So if you're a pitcher, you want more strikeouts than walks. As a batter, you want more walks than strikeouts. See what Lacey has as a batter. He has 14 walks, 20 strikeouts. Three balls, two strikes, runner at first, nobody out. We're in the third inning. Lights have just come on here. Runner goes, but the pitch is high for ball four, and runners are at first and second with nobody out here in the third inning. Left fielder number 24, Jason Hinchman. And the batter will be their leading home run hitter, Jason Hinchman, who took a call third strike in the first inning. 
21 home runs on the season. They have played 44 games. That's almost a home run every other game. Hit one against the Raiders in Cookville earlier. Pitch to the plate. Runners first and second, outside, ball one. Time called, and the Blue Raider pitching coach, Jerry Myers, will make that familiar walk to the mound. Have a word with his infielders, pitcher, catcher, primarily pitcher, I think, in this case. Coach Myers, former head coach at Old Dominion. Came to the Raiders after uh, an administrative role at South Carolina for a while. And I asked him if he was happy to be back on the field. He said, definitely. Loves to be in that dugout. Coaching pitchers. He was a pitcher himself in college. So the meeting is over. The count to Henchman, one ball, no strikes. Runners at first and second, no outs. We're in the third inning. And the Raiders leading four to nothing. Tech, a good offensive team. This uh, batter, Henchman, hitting 378. And the pitch, swing and a miss. That pitch wound up in the dirt. One ball and one strike. Julian has got some good stuff, and he has shown on occasion when he's been able to locate his pitches that he can be awfully tough to hit. But he's got to get him in the strike zone. One ball, one strike. That one's in the dirt. Ball two, two and one. Sun still visible above the uh, Floyd Stadium grandstand. Although the park is now uh, fully in shadows with one little patch of sunlight down in right field. Two balls and a strike. Pitch a swing and a miss and the count goes to two and two. Tech probably has some folks here. Making the uh, short drive. Julian ready for the 2-2 pitch. Here it comes. And it's low and outside, ball three. Full count, three and two. Runners first and second. Coaches sometimes like to start the runners on this count. Sometimes not. Julian checks the runner at second. And the pitch to the plate. Ground ball left side in the hole. Lopez to second. Got his man there. That was a nice play by Fausto Lopez. Only chance he had was to get the force at second base. So they get... Lacey coming down. 
four. Out number one, that goes six to four. Johnson advances to third, and Henchman is on at first on a fielder's choice. First and third with one out. Lopez pretty good going into the hole, as we've seen it time and again this season. Here's Gardino, the designated hitter. He was a strikeout victim in the first inning. Right-handed batter, bit of an open stance. The pitch takes a strike, nothing in one. Steps out of the box, grabs a handful of dirt. Steps back in with a one-strike count. Julian is ready. High, ball one. One and one. Raiders have been actually a better road team this year. Their whole, their record on the road, 17 and 13. Their record here at home, eight and seven. The pitch. Stepped back, took it high for ball two, two and one. Johnson, the runner at third, and Henchman at first with one out. Raiders leading four to nothing. We're in the top of the third. A swing and a miss. That pitch over the outside part of the plate, and Cardino did not have a very good swing. Two and two the count. Right-hander comes set, ready for the 2-2 pitch, and it is swung on and fouled to the screen. Count holding, two balls, two strikes. Raiders have already won more games this year than they won the previous season. Here's the pitch, swung on, hit the center field, the base hit, one run will score. Dillingham will pick it up, fire to third, they'll hold the runners at first and second. So Gardino drives in a run with a base hit to center field as Johnson scores. Gardino with his 41st run batted in. Runners will be at first and second with one out. Hayden Gilliland had uh, that funny infield hit in the second inning that hit the pitcher and then rolled out towards second base. He was left stranded. Runners first and second with one out. It's now a four to one game. Julian's first pitch outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Gilliland, the catcher, 293 average, swings from the left side. 
And the pitch. Ground ball up the middle. That'll get through. They are going to send the runner home. He will score without a play, and it's now a 4-2 game. Henchman comes in to score. And an RBI single for Gilliland. Gardino will stop at second. So first and second. Still just one out, and Tech on the board. Now four to two. Two hits in the inning. Four for the game for the Golden Eagles. Here's the switch hitter Gillespie flied to center in the second inning. And again, the double play still in order for the Raiders. They could get a ground ball. The pitch fouled off in front of the Raider dugout. Four strike one. Gillespie a 226 hitter, but he's hit 10 home runs. This Tech team has 86 home runs on the season. As a comparison, the Raiders have hit 44. Almost twice as many. One strike and the pitch outside. One ball, one strike. First and second with one out. Jack Julian, a long look and the pitch to the plate. Off-speed pitch in for a strike. One ball, two strikes. My friend Chip Walters has arrived on the scene. Oh, I've been here. Been out in the stands? I was for a little while, and uh, I was uh, helping uh, get a big group of realtors and families in tonight. The uh, Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors bought a big group of tickets to come this evening. Pitches outside to Gillespie. Two balls and two strikes. First and second. It's one of our larger crowds of the season, I think, Chip. I think you're right. And I know it's, I would say it's easily the biggest midweek crowd. Two and two. Left-handed hitter waits. Ground ball through the hole. Base hit. And the runner coming in from third almost ran over the third base coach. We'll go back to third. They will have the bases loaded with one out. And the Raiders have some action down in the bullpen now. That is three straight hits off Julian to go along with a hit batter and a walk earlier in the inning. And that is not a recipe for success. So I think uh, the Raiders have made the call to the bullpen. We'll have a relief pitcher coming in. We'll take a break, tell you about who the new pitcher is when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. 
And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, this is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The new pitcher is Jalen Wirtz. Right-hander 6'4", 205, a freshman from Gallatin. This time last year, he was pitching for Station Camp High School. Hmm. So we'll Getting ready for the region tournament, wasn't he? Just about, about that time. Wirtz, uh, with limited use this year, six, this will be his seventh appearance, no record, a 3.48 earned run average, 10 innings, 10 and a third. He's allowed 13 hits, four earned runs, has walked only two and struck out 11. So that's a good walk to strikeout ratio. He has allowed three home runs, an opponent's hitting 302 against Jason Wirtz. And Tech will have runners at all stations as he comes in with the bases loaded and only one out. Chip, this is the best weather night we've had for baseball this season, I think. Makes you wonder why college baseball starts in February. It does. <laughs> and when you come out here on a on a May early May night and you know, it's easy to come out. You got a ton of kids out here tonight, yep. and uh, everybody just having a good time. So I still think uh, we would draw a lot better if we played later later in the year. Who wants to watch baseball when it's 45 degrees or 31? Yeah, but this is green. We'll bat with the bases loaded. Wirtz has his work cut out for him here in the third inning. It's a 4-2 to two game. Raiders still in the lead, and the first pitch in for a strike. Well, the middle infielders are playing at uh, double play depth, and that's what they hope they get a shot at with a ground ball to either second or short and hopefully get out of this inning without any further damage. One strike. Ball hit in the air down the right field line. That's going to be in foul ground. Snyder, a long run. He's got it. The runner tags at third, but he's not going to score as Snyder throws a strike to home plate. Wow, that was a great-looking throw. So Wirtz comes in, retires the first batter, and now with two outs, the base is loaded. It is Noah Hattier. Hattier. You had this uh, game in Cookville, didn't you? Yes. Raiders won it 8-4. to four. That's correct. On a Pretty chilly night up there. Not as cold as at Belmont, but it was pretty chilly on the plateau. Hattier struck out in the second inning. He's a right-handed batter. Jason Wirtz in in relief. 
Both teams have had to go to the bullpen early in this game. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Hattier is the eighth man to bat in the inning. The Raiders sent nine to the plate in the bottom of the second when they scored four times. Works with the pitch. Swung on and fouled. Back to the backstop, 0-2. Well, this young man has come in and done nothing but throw strikes. 0-2 the count to Hattier. Works pitching out of the stretch. And a line drive right at Fausto Lopez, who will snag it. Four out number three. Hit it on the nose, but right at the shortstop. So that is all in the third inning. For Tennessee Tech, they pick up two runs. There were three hits and three men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Middle Tennessee two, Tennessee, uh, Middle Tennessee four, Tennessee Tech two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go up to the bottom of the third inning. The Raiders leading by a score of 4-2. As the throw goes down, we'll have Travis Odom working in his second inning for Tech. Came in for the starter, Ganaway and got uh, the Eagles out of the second inning after the Raiders had scored four times. Briggs Runner, who opened the second inning by being hit by a pitch, came around to score the first run of the game. They'll lead off here in the third. Rudder, Snyder, and Coker. And Odom's first pitch is swung on and fouled out of play, strike one. Mr. Palmer, we're getting down to the short rows of this season, aren't we? Yeah, this is uh, our last midweek game at home and three more home games with Southern Miss next week. Trip to Vandy. Trip to Vandy, and this weekend a trip to Rice, and that's going to do it. Yep. Pitch is low. One ball, one strike. This is game number 46. And we mentioned earlier the Raiders have already Picked up 25 wins compared to the uh, 24 they got last year. 
So uh, there's a strike call. So a chance to better the record, and that's what you want to do year to year. Do better than the previous year. One ball, two strikes. Two Briggs rudder. And the pitch high. Well, the sun has finally uh, dropped down below the grandstand of Floyd Stadium. We can see the field a little bit better now. <clears throat> two and two the count. And the pitch bounced to the right side. Big hop and the second baseman can't handle it. And Rudder started to go to second, but thought better of it as uh, <clears throat> second baseman uh, there was Hattie was there to pick it up. Boy, that was just a, a, a tough play to have to make a decision on. Uh, you know, he was in between hops, and really just to get a glove on it and bat it down, he did pretty well. So an infield hit for Briggs Rudder. Eston Snyder, the batter, fly to right in the second inning, 0 for 1. I don't know if you know it, Chip, but he had uh, – he hit for the cycle. But it took a little bit over a game yes, to do it. took two games to do it. And he did it in exactly the way you would not expect him to do it. The Home. two hardest ones he got first. Home run and triple. Strike call to Snyder, nothing in one. Good-looking freshman outfielder. And uh, has been swinging a pretty good bat lately, too. That pitch just missed. One ball, one strike. Actually broke into the lineup. He'd been used mostly as a pinch runner and pinch hitter up until the Marshall series. And beginning with that series, he started spraying hits all over the place. And as, as Coach Pete used to always say, he who can hit will play. One ball, one strike. The pitch taken outside, ball two. Two and one. Out of Page High School. I asked him if he and uh, Peyton Wigginton were ever on the same team. He said, no, I was in the eighth grade when he was a senior. <laughs> <laughs> two one pitch outside, ball three. Three and one to Snyder. He is not a big guy, but he is very strong. Briggs Rudder, the runner at first with nobody out. Right-hander, Travis Odom, backs off the rubber. Contemplates what he's uh, been ready to do on this next pitch. Three and one, does not want to walk him. So we'll see if uh, Snyder gets a pitch to hit here. He did not, that is ball four and the inning starting uh, the way the last inning started. First and second, nobody out. If I remember correctly that night in Cookville that both teams used four or five pitchers. Uh, they used four. We used four. Okay. Yeah, Sales started that game and pitched 
great. He really did. And no that was kind of his coming out party. Had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. So first and second, no outs for Brett Coker. Coker doubled over the third baseman's head back in the second inning. It seems like a long time ago now. Time call. We've got another visit. The pitching coach. We are in the bottom of the third inning. You mentioned that Tech hit has hit what 86 home runs this 88, year. 88, I think. Yeah, 86 is right. Did they play on the road at Moorhead this year? So <laughs> that could account for about 30. Very well, could. Arena baseball, at, or I mean at Moorhead. I haven't been to Moorhead in forever. Yeah, they used to have that short right field. Yeah. And we're having a pitching change, yeah. so I didn't see the uh, sign of the bullpen. So we'll take a break here as we change pitchers. And back with more Blue Raider baseball after this on the Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Tech's new pitcher is a right-hander, Colt Taylor. 6'3", 190, Ackworth, Georgia, out of Motlow State. And Taylor making his 18th appearance, 2-0 with a 6.93 earned run average. He has one save. 24 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 27 hits, 19 earned runs, 15 walks, 24 strikeouts, and four home runs allowed. Opponents hitting 284 against uh, the right-hander Colt Taylor. So we'll see what he brings to the table here. In inning number three, the Raiders have runners at first and second with nobody out. I don't know if you mentioned it or not, the little note that I sent you before the game about. Have not. Okay, uh, good time to do it here. And uh, while Middle and Tech have been uh, great rivals for years and years and years, saw a news item yesterday that their former president, Dr. Angelo Volpe, uh, passed away. And uh, the library at Tech named for him. And uh, just an outstanding fellow. I mean, he loved his golden eagles but was a very gracious host and it was uh, i've had a chance to sit down and talk with him a couple of times over the last few years and uh on trips to cookville for one reason or another and and uh, certainly uh you know thinking about his family and the 
and the Tech family as they, they lose a, a really great guy and a terrific college president in, in Dr. Volpe. He was a good guy. Here is Brett Coker for the Raiders, first and second. Nobody out. Colt Taylor, the new pitcher. Third pitcher used. We're only in the third inning. Ooh. <laughs> Could be one of those nights. And the right-hander's pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Nothing one. He's kind of a sidewinder. Not completely sidearm, but uh, almost. Coker, a two-row double there. He throws one to the backstop, and the runners are going to advance. So that will be a wild pitch. Runners move to second and third with nobody out. So now that takes away the double play possibility. The Tech infield is still going to play back. And the count is one and one to Brett Coker. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit down the left field line. If it stays fair, it's trouble. It is a fair ball. Both runners will score as the throw comes in. Coker will have his second double of the game and two runs batted in. And the Raiders take a 6-2 lead. So Brett now with uh, two doubles tonight, nine on the season. 26 runs batted in for him. That hit off Taylor. Both runs charged to the previous pitcher, Odom. And the batter is Spears. He had a run scoring single in the second inning. Second and third. I'm sorry, second with nobody out. Both runners scored on the double by Coker. The pitch low in the dirt, ball one. Spears had a home run in Miami over the weekend and now has eight for the season. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch swung out and missed, one and one. Good thing about the tech uniforms, Chip, you can read the numbers. You can. Especially those back numbers, they're big. And each and every year that passes by Mr. Palmer, I'm more and more grateful for large numbers that contrast with the color of the uniform. Yes. <laughs> the 1-1 pitch. Outside the runner goes, throws to third. He's going to be out, I think. Yeah. Coker trying to steal third is gunned down. And the pitch was ball two to Spears. So uh, there's an old baseball adage that says don't make the first out at third base. Or the third out at third base. Right. That play will go catcher to the third baseman for the, the tag on Coker, and that's out number one. And a 2-1 count to Mason Spears. Pitch to the plate is swung on, hit in the air. Center field moving over to his right. 
Center fielder hauls it in, Turner, and that's out number two. Bases empty, two outs for Brian Dillingham. He drew a walk and scored in the second inning. Raiders leading now six to two. We're just in the bottom of the third. Third pitcher, Taylor. Pitching to Dillingham, outside, ball one. Well, we've had a little cloud drift over, nothing to worry about. Or is that residue smoke up there? I don't know, any smoke signals <laughs> that you're looking forward to? Strike called one and one. I think that's a cloud of some ilk. Two out spaces empty. Raiders batting bottom of the third inning with a six to two lead. And swung on that inside pitch, drilled it foul down the left side. The count will go to one and two on Dillingham. Taylor, the right-hander with the pitch, missed the inside corner. Thought he had strike three. I thought he did too. <laughs> Started to the dugout. Fire says, not so fast. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch is inside, ball three. Almost hit him. Full count to Dillingham. And the pitch. Ground ball just outside the bag at third. Ooh. Be a foul ball. Fielded down there by the third baseman, Lacey. He was about to try to make a Brooks Robinson-esque play there for making the throw in foul territory. That was close, but the umpire right on top of it. Yeah, he, was, he had a good look at it. So another 3-2 pitch will be coming to Brian Dillingham. Taylor pitching out of the stretch. And here it is. Hit to left field. It is going to get down for a base hit. So Dillingham keeps the line moving. Hit that one right off the handle and had some English on it, and it got down. That's the second hit off Taylor. He's given up a single and a double. Well, when you look at a game like this, we're in the third inning. We play an hour and 40 minutes. And not totally unexpected on a midweek game with the final two conference weekends coming up that both teams use a lot of pitching and a lot of pitching that has not been used this year. And that... Uh, gives these coaches an opportunity to see some of these guys that they haven't seen in live action uh, before they may really need them for a batter or an inning or whatever here during the last two weeks of the season or in their respective conference tournaments. First pitch to Lopez, a strike called, and 
Dillingham leading at first with two outs. Taylor throws over that way. Raiders have been a running team this season. 68 stolen bases in about 46 games. Pitches the ball inside. One ball, one strike to Lopez. And that one almost hit him. Did it or not? I think it did. No, I don't guess it did. They threw to second. Dillingham. <laughs> Dillingham thought the pitch hit him. He was strolling to second base, and Lopez started to go to first. So apparently. That's just a stolen base attempt. I guess you would have to say that. And then he advanced to third. And now Jim Toman trying to plant a seed here and saying, hey, did that ball hit him? Uh, actually, we're better off now. Well, we, we don't have the runner at first, but we do have a runner at third with two outs. Two and one, the count. Fausto swings and misses. Two and two. Fausto had a big delegation down in Miami. His family and friends. They relocated from Brooklyn to uh, up around Orlando when he was a sophomore in high school. Two and two, the count and the pitch. Swung on, hit off his fist to third. Lacey with the throw to first in time, and that will retire the Raiders in the third inning. Lopez thrown out third to first. But uh, the Raiders come up with two more runs. Two runs on three hits, and they leave a runner. It was also an error. Totals after three for the Raiders. Six runs, seven hits, no errors. For Tech, two runs. Three hits and two errors. Raiders lead it six to two as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. 